Hey, now that we've went through the color correction techniques, we're going to start uh, working on demonstrating some design techniques using uh, Photoshop. Now, design isn't exactly what Photoshop was designed to do, but over the course of Photoshop's life, they've added more design uh, capabilities in Photoshop. I mean, as the name implies, Photoshop is for photoshopping photos or manipulating images or photos but like I said they have added more functionality into Photoshop <clears throat> so you can use Photoshop to design uh, products in fact ad copy layout that's what the primary tool they use to design ads is Photoshop so let's go ahead and start uh, learning those design techniques so let's go ahead and close this image that we're working on and the uh, first thing you do when you're going to create uh, a Photoshop document to do some design in, you need to go to File, New, and when you do that, it's going to create a new or open the New Document dialog box. And it has various things that you can do, and I'm just going to highlight the main things that you need to look at. Uh, what you can do here is uh, give it a name. So let's go ahead and call this My Ad and you have these presets, Photoshop sizes. Uh, just go ahead and leave this as default for right now because we're going to manually type in some values. Uh, we can have width and so we're going to do 8.5 inches. If yours happens to be set a different value you can change that to inches as opposed to pixels. Height, let's make 11. And the resolution we're going to do because it's going to the print environment, we're just going to use by default 300. Now, when you're designing products uh, for different classes or maybe for the web or for print or whatever the case may be, you need to make sure that you have the right resolution and dimensions uh, that are required by your final product. So when you're working with these uh, Photoshop in class, you want to make sure you ask the instructor or your instructor will tell you uh, what width and height and resolution that these uh, documents should be set at. Uh, color mode, uh, we're going to pretend like we're working on an ad, so we're going to change that to CMYK. And if you remember, color mode uh, is based on what output uh, the end product will be. And since we're working for an ad, in this case, say a full page magazine ad, we're going to make it CMYK, just leave it at 8 bits. And as far as background contents, I always like setting my background content to transparent. Uh, so I'd recommend just going and getting the habit of doing that. Don't worry about advanced. There's some other options in there, but it's beyond the scope of these tutorials. And then just press OK. And what that does, it's going to go ahead and open up an 8.5 by 11 document, uh, Photoshop document. And what you want to do here, you can go ahead and select this quick, this view extras, which is new in CS4 in the application bar. And we're going to go ahead and show our rulers. We talked briefly about how once rulers are shown, you can pull out guides. We'll talk more about guides at a later date. I want to get rid of those guides, so I'm going to go view guides. I'm sorry, view clear guides and clear those guides. And what we're going to talk about now, once we have this document open, <clears throat> we're going to talk about as if we're in a situation where we're creating uh, an ad and we have images that have been supplied that we need to put in the ad. So what we're going to do here is that 
we're going to open up another image and then pull that image into our Photoshop document and do various techniques. And at the end of the tutorial, we'll go ahead and save this. And I'll talk about the Photoshop uh, form, document format or file format. And we'll talk about JPEGs and TIFFs briefly as well. So if you will go inside your Photos folder that you downloaded off the Pacesetter website and open the ironman.jpg, we can use that image to pull into our 8.5 by 11. Now you recall in CS4 Photoshop now we have this tab viewing environment. So what we're going to do is we're going to pull this tab out so we have our two images side by side. Now one thing that you need to be aware of is that when you pull images off the web or different things that the resolution of the source image may be different than the resolution of, sorry I just pushed uh, command S and I'm saving my Photoshop document. I'm going to go ahead and save it to my desktop. We'll talk more about that later. And uh, so that could change. Now this looks like a very large image, but when I go to copy this into this image, it may be very small. And the reason that is, because if I go click on this image and go to file, I'm sorry, image, and look at image size, you'll see that the this is this document size, you just need to remember that's the printable region. So if I look at this, it's 11 by 1154 by 1800. Now that may not mean a lot to you, and I'm not going to discuss the difference between pixels and inches in these tutorials. But one thing you do need to note is that this is 72 DPI. Now if I cancel that, and I go back to my image and go image size, you'll notice that the resolution of my image is at 300. Now, without having to go into explaining what all that means, what that basically means is that when I drop this image in there, even though they look like the same size, it's going to be a much smaller image. Uh, even though this one says it's six, 16 inches wide by 24 something inches tall, uh, because the resolution is smaller, it will not fill up this space. So I'm going to show you a couple ways to copy images from one image into another. Um, probably the easiest way, or one of the easiest ways, is just to hit Command A on your keyboard, and that will select everything in the image space. That's the same as going Select, Select All, and then hit Command C or Control C if you're working on a PC, and that copies it to the pasteboard just like you would in any other, like say a Word document, and then select the document that you'd like to paste that image into, and push Command V or Control V if you're working on the PC. And now you see because of that resolution difference, this image is smaller than it appeared in this image. So that's one way to drag that in. Now. Since we're working in this image, you see we've got layer one. So we're, let's go ahead and call this uh, IM for Iron Man image one. So we pulled that in that way. <coughs> and then another way you can do that, I'm going to push select, deselect to deselect that selection marquee. And then I can simply just drag this layer from this palette into this document and drop it in that way as well. So we'll call this IM image 2. So those are kind of the couple ways we can bring images into our document. Another thing that we need to do at this point is now that you have the move tool selected, 
which it should have by default clicked to once you place that in, we can move these objects around. Now, you'll notice this is something about layer management that if I'm moving this layer around, I can't just select and grab that layer and move it around because if you look at my layers palette, I have this image two selected. If I wanted to move image one around, I'd have to select that layer in the layers palette and then move that layer around. But there's a quicker way to deal with that and that is to go up here into the control panel with the move tool selected and do auto select. That way whenever my cursor is on an object it automatically selects that object and you can see in the layer palette those objects will change their selections as I click on them. Another added thing that you can do in the control panel is do show transform controls which is another thing to handily do because then at that point once you have transform controls you can scale these objects and I'm holding shift to keep them proportional and if you've worked in InDesign or Illustrator uh, you can grab the shift press shift and grab any of these anchor points and scale it but for some reason in Photoshop uh, the only way to keep it proportioned is to grab the corner anchor points so then you can scale those around and press enter to set that scale into place and then the last thing in the control panel that I want to talk about, actually I'll talk about two more things is this group, auto select groups and you have the choice between groups and layers and if you remember when we worked on earlier tutorials we had created a group folder and what that does if you have auto select group and say for instance we had those objects in that folder now with auto select group selected what that does it selects all those objects in that folder and moves them around the same time and that may not be what you want to do if you're working in a group environment so you would change that to layer oops and then you could just select one object and then move those around within that group so it's just an option for working around in Photoshop I'm gonna pull these objects out of that group to do that you just simply move it up to the top grab those two move them to the top and you see now they're on the same level as that group folder and I'm just going to trash that group folder and there should be no contents in there so I'm going to say group and contents now another thing we had done earlier is we duplicated a layer so what we're going to do is I'm going to select this image one layer and go to layer and duplicate a layer and I'm going to call this Iron Man image three and so now I have three images in my layer palette I'm just going to put those in sequential order and so if I move that out of the way and then I scale that up holding shift and grabbing the corner anchor point I can see I can have multiple layers of the same image by duplicating my image now something to point out here now you see that image one is this much larger image since we have the show transform controls image two is that really tiny one and image three is the one in the middle the display order of these objects in your document depends on the stacking order in your layer palette so if I wanted this I'm gonna go ahead and uh, show you one other technique using the rest of this stuff in the control panel. I'm gonna select all three of these layers and I'm gonna use these align tools up here I'm gonna center align them align vertical centers and I'm going to align horizontal center so now they're all stacked on top of each other but if you look in the layer palette since image one is on top it's uh, covering up all the other images so if I move image two on top 
Now it's on top, and if I move image three in between two and one, then I can see that uh, kind of staggering, like that Russian doll model. So this is just an important uh, introduction about how layer ordering works and what that means when you display it. Uh, another quick thing to do uh, to know about layers, working with layers, is that I select these layers. I can change the opacity of those layers as well by using this opacity. Now I could click this drop down menu and mess with this slider and the lower I make the opacity, it ch makes that uh, layer transparent. So here I am at 50% and that opacity of that single layer is at 50% and so I can see through it at 50%. I could drop it all the way down to zero if I'd like, but I might as well just turn the layer off if I do that. So that's a technique that you can use to create different effects. Uh, another thing you can do, and I'm gonna go ahead and turn that visibility layer off and select image three, and you can use this layers and change different settings, and I won't go into all these, but for instance, if I do multiply, it shows them staggered on top of each other. I could do color burn, and there's just different effects when you add multiple layers on top of each other. So you can play around with those settings. Now it doesn't really work in this situation uh, because, well, this image is not best suited for this particular technique. But there's different design techniques you can use using this layer mixer. So I'm going to go back to normal and I'm going to turn that layer on and I'm going to select all of them again and get them all center aligned. So again, I'm just selecting all and then hitting the align tool. And that concludes this tutorial teaching you the basics of layers and importing images and a little bit about resolution and working with photos and creating a new document. Lastly, before I wrap this tutorial up, we're just going to go ahead and save it and talk about the different various file formats. If, say, I've got this ad where I want it and I want to save it, all you do is go File, Save As. And when you're working with Photoshop, you want to make sure you're saving, if you're designing, go ahead and just save uh, your Photoshop document as a Photoshop, not Photoshop EPS, as a Photoshop document. There's different formats that you can have. There's JPEG, and you have TIFFs. And the best thing to do is just talk to your instructor if you're working in the, these projects in a class uh, and just ask them what the best file format uh, for your assignments or what you're working on is. But for just learning how to use Photoshop, it's best to work in the Photoshop document format. And that's a proprietary format that only Photoshop will be, op be able to open these PSDs. So we'll save that place that and we're good to go.